just a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 6, Episode 5, The Da Vinci Code. My name is Michelle Berlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And our guest today is local musician Brandon Abate. Hello, everybody. Hi. I was going to say something about you being called a local musician because... That implies that you only play locally, and your current project involves like outer space travel and stuff. Well, uh, interdimensional travel, uh, to be mm-hmm. more specific. I don't understand the science behind yeah. it. It's, Nor do it's just, I. I. We receive messages and follow them. That sounds like a Manson family. Kind expound of. on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking. We'll about. probably get into that at some point. Um, and in bringing up schmanierisms, that's probably what you've been probably. having for like the last two days while your head's yeah. been exploding. Yeah. Um, Headaches with pictures. Well, it's like my eyeball just feels like it's like popping out and it's it, there's just a, it, it's bad. Just a super, super painful constant. Is it popping out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about to explode right across there's the table here. <laughs> so my eyeball's just falling It's the glaucoma. I mean, there's, there's drugs for that. In fact, you can probably even yes. get them in Ohio legally now. Is that is that, is that on the list? No. Uh, glaucoma. Glaucoma. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. I believe it is. There you go. If anything, uh, that should be on the list. That's been. Yeah, that's like the the one that everyone knows. I'm working on it right now. <laughs> working <laughs> on that glaucoma. I'm feeling a little, feeling a little bit of glaucoma coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little it's a little pressure. It's getting to me, doc. Um. I, I'm uh, I'm a little out of it today. I I just haven't been sleeping well, so this will be good. I should have made that second pot of coffee, and you came in all jazzed up, like <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go. I had my double shot, and Tom's like, I'm awake and it's fine. I had that that uh, energizing drive through the shoreway. Oh my god, <laughs> I did that twice a week for how many years when we were playing together like yeah but it, it wasn't 35 or oh, whatever it's the worst it's the that. worst yeah it's uh I hate that whole move to lower the speed limit it's a highway like it's just obviously a highway now it's just a boulevard i like, think even like 40 or slow. 50 would it still would be fine it's, yeah 50, I, I want it to go back to 50 so bad cleveland's flag says right on it progress and prosperity and what doesn't say that <laughs> like it's putting a bunch of money into a road that slows your commute down. That's more, I mean... That's a, progress and prosperity As right a there. metaphor, that kind of explains our whole economy. I, just, yeah. I know that they're, they're trying to make it... like they, they lowered the speed limit because they're trying to make that Edgewater area friendly for kids and whatever and, and they walkers just want the cars. And... But it's just, that's not an area where people, nobody's going to cross the shoreway on foot. No, you go under it. Right. They built a, they built so, a, a so what's the point? <laughs> and for those of you that aren't Cleveland people, this it's a highway that runs along the coast of Lake Erie. It used to run. Yeah, now it crawls. <laughs> but it, it, you know, past uh, the sewage treatment plant, so you get a nice whiff. Now, now it takes even longer to breathe that in because when you're going past, like, the, the sewage treatment plant, you, you're going half the speed that you used to. And they took this nice 65-mile highway and cut it in half and put some medians and trees in it, and everyone hates that decision. Mm-hmm. But now the apartments cost more. Oh, my God. It is. Luxury condos as far as the eye can see. In fact, uh, you would have to dare to be a millionaire to buy one of those, I bet. Who dares to be a millionaire? I I would never. I would love to go on a show like that with Morbo. <laughs> and using him as an analog for Regis Philbin is kind of like the best thing ever. 
I love this opening. I'm I'm a fan of this episode. Yeah. I'm, I'm a much bigger fan of the last few seasons than I am of the first few seasons. That's unusual, I think. I mean, just in... It, I mean, uh, as far as guests that we've had, I think... Yeah. It's been... But isn't that the consensus? Like, if you look at the top 25 episodes or whatever... A lot of them are a lot of them for... Even, like, the top 10 are a I, lot from this I later like season. There's a handful. In- Equally, but in different ways. Like, I think the Comedy Central seasons are raunchier yes. and, like, off more off the wall. And See, what I like about it is that I, th- I think when they had that break and they moved, they were able to shake some of the old-timey baggage that was there in the beginning. And it's mm-hmm. the those are the things that, that bother me about the show when things bother me about the show is that it just feels so, like... God, these how old are these writers and like Yeah, I get what you mean. And it's it's all like uh uh that comedy place where the old people go eat dinner and do roasts. Oh like the last oh, like the Friars Club. Club. Yeah, yeah. All the references and all the, the kind of jokes and stuff, it's also like Friars Club and and and, and I, you know, Tommy, I I know we had a conversation about me hating Zoidberg yeah. before. Oh. But that's because he's just like the biggest sign of that to me yeah. with the Jackie Mason voice. <laughs> but then every now and then he's curly. Yeah. But like, why? I don't know why he it's turns just... into curly when he's afraid or whatever. And and sometimes they write him really brilliant lines. Like this one? But they, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's maybe one of my favorite lines of dialogue in the show because it's just, it was so well executed. It, uh, uh, his, Jesus Christ yeah. and his 12 apostles. Like, well, and, 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 and when he says that he's actually a doctor of uh, art, art history, history. Yeah. <laughs> that, I was like, see, that's when Zoidberg works. Like, that's yeah. good. Because I kind of like that they said, all right, let's make him, like, he's a doctor, but he sucks at it. Very, and, very much. Yeah, and, and I think once they honed into that and it was less, whoa, 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 you know, and all yeah. that. Hey, they still do that, but... But the, yeah, that's what bugged me about it before and why I think these newer ones are fresher. At the same time, this is the first episode in like probably 20 where I've actually made a note saying Fry is so dumb. That whole thing at the beginning. With this the, whole episode should just have been called Fry is so dumb. Uh, yeah, with the 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 hammer and nail question. Or but just, I, I was so happy that they stuck with that and had yeah. him hammer at the us. end. Several yeah. callbacks. <laughs> but there's multiple times you see him nailing a nail. Like, really instead of hammering it, it, he's using they, the nail to... Yeah. Whoever did the foley had a really good nail on nail sound. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was a good joke. I, You know, the one thing that was a little... Uh, I don't even know what the word is. It's not like off-putting or anything, but it seemed conspicuously different is like Bender seemed to be... Like a lot more red foxy on this episode, just like and say you a big dummy like yeah. that kind of stuff. Like some of the some of the way that he was getting portrayed on this well, one seemed was, like he was leaning into that. It was not at all a Bender centric episode, no. so Barely he just in. got to pop in for his little zingers and I just know. dropped those in. Yeah, I mean Bender, he's the he's he's a zinger robot, you know. Uh, sometimes. Well, we did just have a very Bender centric episode last week, so maybe they were like, eh, palate cleanser. Yeah, I possibly. I you know he's still uh, he's a divisive figure in these parts, but you're wearing your Queen homage Bender exactly. shirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the show's about a boy and his robot, and it, and his know, mis- misfit friends. I think. People that say they don't like Bender, like they don't like admitting that they like the band's hit. 
They only yeah, like the deep cuts. Yeah, I mean, but I like I genuinely like Zoidberg because he's just so absurd. Like that's you know we've we've had the question that we used to ask everybody a, a while ago, like who would you like to see the spinoff of? And like Zoidberg is oh, absolutely like that would be atrocious. It would just I just I, I picture it like <laughs> just how much of those like crab mating ritual scenes do you need? <laughs> I just I, I picture it as like a funny Ziggy. You know, it's like this sad sack loser that can never catch a break, but that's always just plumbing new depths of, of awful. Um, did, did the professor have a double thing longer at one point? Yeah, yeah, it looked like that. I mean, like he's just... Oh, no, it was real quick. Yeah, yeah and then it was gone. Um, but just the, uh, the... Like his whole thing, he's, he's become increasingly more filled with hatred, it seems like. Over the last few episodes. Who, the professor? Yeah. yeah. I think he becomes, like, especially in these new seasons, he's written a lot more as a crotchety old man. and Angrier. Hating, yeah, much angrier at things. Just the, the whole, I'll take my hand and I'll explain to you why I find you so repugnant. <laughs> like, well, I, he, I also liked the, the you can barely remember, remember your own name, Einstein. And Fry says, Einstein's a hard name to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, but... Yeah, he, uh, I'll be a monkey's uncle if I'm this monkey's nephew. <laughs> a couple of great lines just back to back in this first part. It would have been a good opportunity to bring back Gunter. Just like a oh, callback God. to him, you know? Because that's the smart that. monkey. I oh, yeah, he was awful. He was awful, but oh, great. Back. I didn't really want to see him. I just thought it, it would fit. Um, like with the bus, when he goes into his little private study, is Braino someone that comes up later? Because they reference him a bunch in this. Well, he's he's later in the episode. But I mean, like, does he come back in the series? I, oh, don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I've watched every episode yeah. in, in some more than once, but I've only watched these last few seasons maybe once through. So I don't I don't remember details. That was a few years ago. Yeah. I, when I caught back up with the show, and he, wh whether it was on Netflix or Hulu or whatever... But it was right when my daughter was just old enough to say, put on the robot show. And I would be <laughs> like, oh, you'll watch this? Like, because I always, I can't stand like Disney Channel and oh, stuff. God, no, it's terrible. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm always like, well, you want to watch this cartoon? Even if it's probably dirtier than oh, you it, see? Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> that was, was kind of the problem. And, and, and really, like, because our daughters are like a month apart. Yeah. And... You know, I like sometimes I'll watch it and she wants to watch it with me, but like it's increasing. Like I don't even want to have to explain what this shit means, yeah. I or just or don't try explain. and unexplain what she thinks it means because she'll take it and run with it. We've already had to have like some sex talks and things. She's fucking nine years old, and there's just like the stuff they pick up in school. It's just like when she comes home at seven, she's like, "I know what sex is," and you're Ugh. like, "Fuck, what is it?" And it's like you take off all your clothes and you hug. I'm like, fuck, you know, great. That's public school education for you. Damn it. <laughs> they learned that in math class. Yeah, but you went to Catholic school. <laughs> it's very mechanical. <laughs> there should be no pleasure involved. <laughs> There's a lot of making sure it's the right angles. and <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's got to be perfectly Perfect measured in time. Distance. Things have to be perpendicular. Yes. No touch. <laughs> what, what was the... What's what's the high school or the, you know like the Catholic school dance posture? It's like space for Jesus between you. Yeah, you got to yeah. give room for the Holy Spirit. For the Lord. 
That's kind of like uh, the space for Jesus between you. It's, it's actually kind of kinky. If you know <laughs> I mean, like, oh, damn, which way is he facing? <laughs> that matters a lot. It's sideways. You can both kind of grind on a hip. <laughs> He's got his arms outstretched in that creed posture. How many pairs of footprints are there right now? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Everybody's levitating. <laughs> Everybody's horizontal. Did, so the professor also had like all the, the old-timey Batcave references too, where he lifts up the bust of Da Vinci and presses the button on it. Is it, is it uh, like on the Adam West Batman, was it inside Shakespeare's head? I think it was Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then instead of the, you know, the fire pole, it opens up the, the whole cabinet and everything. But like having the beard... <laughs> Why does he have to feel he has to hide all the stuff about Da Vinci? Because it's valuable. Oh, okay. You know, oh, Nibbler died in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I kind of like the way that they they wrote. They it sounded like they sort of uh, plotted out the the outline for this script, and then yeah. everywhere there was a problem, they just solved it as simply and stupidly as possible, <laughs> and probably went. It's it's a cartoon, dude. <laughs> I, but this is one show where they they almost never do that. Oh, this episode was. But this heavy one, on it. yeah, it was just like ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Like, but how even, do we get from here to there? I don't know. Yeah, just <laughs> even oh god, it's, and some of the stuff is just such throwaway bits. Where like Fry, so after he sneezes a partly in Ardo's beard, which I you would think that they would have mounted it on something right like it was just like it's just it's, like a connected yeah by something. somehow yeah. it's like the static covered dust hair i sweep up every week before people come over <laughs> from the cats or it's just like you know it's a mat that i could put on my face to look like some kind of gross beard but that thing had been around for a thousand years plus it was still like it had mustache definition and all that stuff Fry's well, able to spirit. wear it yeah. for a few seconds. He could have waxed it or something. Most indeededly. Oh. But the uh, the part where Fry goes, you know, he's talking about his street smarts and then immediately get hit, gets hit by a car. But when he hobbles back in, I <laughs> that's the best, that's my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> like bloody. Yeah, I was in there for two weeks. <laughs> you guys, you guys didn't even come and see me. And it's like hard. <laughs> and then the old man just shuts him up. Yeah, he's, he's like he's, we're in the middle of something. Yeah, <laughs> and and so like, but he has the the Last Supper thing, or Bender steals it. But like, how did that survive? Like that was falling apart in the eighties, and this is again. Didn't matter. They needed yeah, to get from here to there, it. <laughs> and it's year three thousand. Yeah, they could have had. They had plenty of time to restore completely. Wouldn't they have figured out that there was a hidden robot in it then? You would think. I, exactly. Yeah. Right. Isn't isn't there in the actual painting like some sort of hidden or extra I think hand you can't or something? Tell where somebody's hands coming from. You're the art person, right? And they say, they, and did so, you get into that? Some people argue that not it, that section of that it's the art. hooker friend that they painted out. It's his wife. But, I thought it was the well. They made they, Mary Magdalene. I'm, yeah, they. I mean, they tell you she was a hooker because you know she'd have to be a dirty, dirty whore. Instead of being married to the Son of God, he Look, had no man, carnal I, desires. I, I, I dropped out before my confirmation, and I paid no I, attention when I went oh, to the classes. I, so. I, I used to read Goosebumps books in church, so I have no idea. <laughs> would, would you read more Goosebumps or Saddle Club? Uh, Goosebumps, probably. Oh. It's probably 
I we, definitely had more Goosebumps books. <laughs> we, we took a detour onto the Saddle Club last last week. I have no idea what that is. You like horses or something? It's it's yeah. uh, horse right. riders who solve <laughs> mysteries. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, well, it's like a, the Babysitters Club, but they like go ride horses. Yeah, you know, solid. Yeah, right. I mean, you can really just spin it. You could recycle the same pots. Really, it's just changing the setting on horses. Yeah, like when there used to be, like. I, it was all based on West Side Story or whatever, and it'd be like West Side Story with skateboards. Now Which, it's West Side Story on rollerblades. But that's just Romeo and Juliet too. So okay, like, yeah, that's right, right, right. I well, mean, West, the, the West Side Story was Romeo and Juliet with Puerto Ricans. But Thrashing, the skateboard movie, had the daggers yeah. versus the ramp locals, and it was like super West Side Story. <laughs> like they almost finger clicked in it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they almost finger banged. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple scenes that it wouldn't surprise guy, me either. It's there's made some, it out. There's some very hairless bare chest scenes. The in 80s it. was really exploitative <laughs> when it came to teen actors. Um, but th- this whole, uh, so then they really kind of aped off the whole Da Vinci Code thing anyway. Did any of you ever read any of those Dan Brown monstrosities? No, so, nor did I ever see any of the movies. Same. Uh, yeah, the yeah. references were, <laughs> I only knew them because of the other references I've seen. It's almost like when you know the guy on Saturday Night Live's impression of the guy better than you know the actual guy's real voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I know about things that parody the Da Vinci Code. Like the guy, the, the monk mm-hmm. in, the, in the robe. You've seen and a the, lot, of, yeah. Seen, seen all the references, but never saw it. Um, yeah, I. That's another one of those books that, like, I'm pretty sure I saw the Da Vinci Code in theaters, like at the Dollar Theater. Don't remember, like a floppy haired Tom anything. Hanks. To, uh, Tom Hanks is in it, and also, um, what's that? Uh, Audrey Tuteau from Amelie. She's the female, really lead. Yeah, she's the. The female in the Da Vinci Code. Oh, and uh, just it's just like ten years after Amelie was made. So what's his name? She looks a lot different. Paul Bettany, who's the Vision now in all the Avengers movies. Mm. So he's got a thing for capes. I clearly, I I don't remember seeing it at all, but I am pretty sure I saw it in the theaters because I have like vague recollections of like some like a dead scene priest. in it, like a dead yeah the the dead priest in the tra- the blood trail and then that's like most of what i remember i remember how big the book was like, it, yeah well that's yeah like, everybody was reading it that's one of those things where i was working at borders when that was popular and i number one resented the book so much because i had to physically move so many Shelve copies of it of them a day it'd be like fuck this i'm never reading this book was was the early like hype on that that people thought the stuff in there might be true like plausible I, you know, or it, it just intersected I, with I, that conspiracy theory yeah I, I seem to remember when it first launched people talking about it maybe and maybe they were just like wrongly assuming but but oh then there's this chance that this could have been the descendant of this and this. and then everybody just shot holes in it and it seemed to deflate it uh, it's it's just like that apocryphal christian pseudo history that's like got enough stuff that's sort of rooted in actual history like the knights templar that there's enough distance and and stuff shrouded in mystery about it that it's a good topic so like that's the kind of shit that'll spawn like 80 different history channel specials like the knights templar and their secrets and then they'll recycle the same footage in there of like basically indiana jones and the last crusade outtakes so it's similar to like uh 
when people start a religion in the same way, only this guy wrote books that were too easy to disprove stuff in. Yeah, he, well, he didn't, <laughs> he he didn't go magic. full L. Ron Hubbard, <laughs> you know. But it, it's it, like this was definitely one of those guys. Like Norrell Roberts is another author that could, I just hate based on, you know, units sold. Harry Potter was in there. I have, I mean, I've tried to get over that, but a lot of resentment towards J.K. Rowling. I understand Those she's books like a are cool heavy, lady. Pete. <laughs> they, they, I was in the, I was in the best shape of my life working in that warehouse, <laughs> like just all day long, just moving cases of fucking chambers of secrets and whatnot. But um, the thing where it got into the well, so this there was this jag here where they were all saying, my God, my God, my mm -hmm. God, my, like over and over and over again. I didn't know if that was a reference back to the Da Vinci Code or something because like they said that line probably a dozen times. Yeah, there could have been a couple jokes in there that we're not getting because we don't know. I just, I like... Or it, we knew and quickly forgot. Yeah, just <laughs> put it out of our what heads. What year did that come out? I was, I was probably like 2000-ish. Yeah, so... <laughs> what, the movie? Yeah. yeah. 2006. Yeah, so oh, I was. So I just looked really? it up. That late. So I was like sixteen. The or movie came out in yeah. two thousand six. I don't know what when the book was released, but so it was only yeah. a barely a stale reference by the time Futurama did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's close. It was probably still in dollar theaters at that point. I mean, shit still had a lifespan. This is pre-streaming services still. That's true. You know, dollar theaters had. I miss the dollar theater. I used to always go there. Four years later. Yeah. I mean, it's probably still coming out on DVD then or something. I bet we went to the same dollar theater at different times. Probably. Was, was it the Columbus. one with the, uh, there's like the fancy multicolored glass block? The glass block. I don't know. It was like really fancy looking, but it, I mean, for a dollar theater. Was it the, so. the, not the Drexel? Was it the no, Drexel? the Drexels were the oh, art the carriage, houses. Carriage place. Was there like, is that? I was a I used to go to a Plaza guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> used to go to a bunch of different dollar theaters. I just remember the sign had like a Brookgate Dollar Saver. Had like side. a big giant light up sign of like a horse and carriage because it was like the carriage place. You have a really equestrian themed life. Just every time. No, I just remember the, the sign. Like I can see. Uh, the sign yeah, in but my there's head. so many horse adjacent things that just pop out from anywhere. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just. Uh, it's Maybe. a pattern. Um, I don't know. There was one. I, Wow, this is this is quite the jack. <laughs> There's a dollar theater in Parma that I saw the first Jackass movie at, and it was fantastic. And now I think it's they like ripped a, it down, didn't they? I think it's a church now. Yeah, I think they they bulldozed but they it still like a show year. The the Brookgate years ago. That was the Brookgate Dollar Saver. Was it? Yeah. Was it like it was, and it turned into like a strip mall church, which is, mm. I mean, it, it really. That's the business to get into because apparently it takes zero capital to start it up and they're wildly lucrative. I'm going to start a strip bar church. That's, uh, you'd have to pay the dancers though. Whole thing's tax free. I don't know. You got to start a religion that would include that though. I mean, That's yeah, the, I mean, the whole point, the whole It'll point say of church having church right the, on the front, there, but having the church, all the money should be funneling up to you. That's how you get those, those Joel Osteen teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I didn't really have anything past the the play on words. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I just start breaking things out into business plans anymore because it's like, is this viable at all? Could I, could I possibly do anything else? 
I've, I've run my own business for a little over seven years now, and I still don't know how to make a business plan. The so. podcasting <laughs> just isn't, isn't making us wildly lucrative just yet, but we're getting there. Um, I just, but then, so they go off on this thing to find, you know, to follow the clues when they, they discover that there is a robot at the Last Supper with the x-ray machine. Um, it got Hermes re- is not big boned. He's just fat. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I didn't even like get that. <laughs> the skeleton was like a little person. Like, why skeleton. were his feet so high? I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if they were just like, this will be silly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, maybe it's a side effect of the circusitis he had last week. Like, maybe. it could have just shrunk his Had bones. Have we down? seen all their bones before? All yeah, in the yeah, very oh, first yeah. episode yeah. of the when it came back rebirth. Okay, I was gonna they're say, all hanging I'm on the line. On yeah, the wall, right? and they yeah. actually have a picture of it on the uh, like Wikipedia page oh, no showing way. that he was normal sized <laughs> in that, but then in the the other one that he's <laughs> normal sized. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's say a it's a circusitis. It's a circusitis side be, effect. Could be long term effects. So they they fly off to future Roma. Oh, and then landing <laughs> on the the obelisk was it's like this just seems very goofy at that point where they just impale the ship on that. Like this will <laughs> have some consequences that nobody's really like that. It just seemed like a sight gag, but. I couldn't figure out what the end of it was going to be. It's just that, like, oh. that whole, yeah, and the space pope with the uh, mm-hmm. the markers. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah, why is the space this pope is, on Earth? Actually, this, when I was, before I started watching this episode, I was like, I really don't like this episode. And then I started watching it, and it's good, and it's funny, but then I remembered this is the part where I really don't like. I don't like anim- animatronio. Animatronio. Hi, animatronio. That is my favorite part of the and whole now, episode. I die. Where Fry says it like four times, and Bye, then there's the other one. Yes. <laughs> He's so like, like genuinely excited Just to so see. Friendly. She's like, Hi! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so nice. It's fantastic. But like, that's like one of the isn't that one of the hallmarks of like dumb people is that they're really friendly. Like, hi, Animatronio. Like, no, no questions. Just like already. Like that person and super ba- nice and friendly. Based on current affairs, dumb people seem to be very filled with hate and awful. But maybe that's, maybe that's just on the internet or in yeah. parks when people see people wearing like T-shirts that represent places other than America. I don't know. It's I just everything's on fire. Fuck. Um, the uh, just all the shit though, like the sidetrack where they're like deciphering the Roman numerals and things. Like, wait, I think that's different. That's more people, dumb people thinking that they're smart versus dumb people that just are oblivious. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> yes, yeah. that's possible. But at the same time, there also seems to be a resentment against smart people from some of those same dumb people. I, I, I <laughs> we always end Never up mind. trying to peel this onion, and it just how how how. Often prior to this episode, did Fry seem to really come to grips with his own lack of intelligence? Is this a did he turn a corner in this episode, or has that? I been- mean, there's the whole episode with the the Delta wave, and he doesn't have that brain wave that the you know okay. The, And the Parasites Lost, where he has the whole Flowers for Algernon thing, and he becomes, like, superhuman and smart. Mm -hmm. And then, then, you know, rejects it all. There's a couple different episodes where he knows that he is dumb or, you know, it's 
made clear that he's too stupid to do something or, or perhaps the but whole it like thing. it always ends up being the way that he like saves the world because he's like so right. dumb that the the, well, the big brain one, can't he, read his thoughts or whatever you know don't mean to get ahead but he he you know he's able to relate to somebody else who feels the same way that he does who yeah. happens to be so one of considered was, one of the smartest people yeah, on earth right so yeah I, I think they for this whole episode they just they also like kind of dumbed him down enough to fit with things in this episode. Yeah, where a lot of things are inconsistent. Where other episodes that he wouldn't necessarily do that or. Yeah, it, it just the um. He was really airheaded instead of just dumb. Yeah, it's like he wasn't. And the, and Getting. the and the hi animatronio, you know that oh, that kind of like went right oh, along with that. I love that. The friendly <laughs> airhead. Oh no, it was great. It's, it's it's like the Jesus Christ line. Like Billy West just nails the delivery on <laughs> so many pieces of dialogue in this episode. Like he should have gotten an Emmy just for those. Um, but the 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 thing where he's just like. He wasn't St. James, but he took St. James's body. Dude, when when he points to the, the pile of heap. bones. He'll make and, a good heap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Because it was just so, like, uh, and, and what, Bender got a kick out of that, right? Didn't mm-hmm. the Bender follow that with something? Oh, I don't know. Shit. He threw in, I think he threw in a little something or or laughed at it or something. That, was that really when he threw the Pope, whatever, the patient? Or Pope, because that was that was no, a part they, of the game. When they found the, the animatronio, yeah. and, and they said you're James, or what was that? Saint James. Saint James, yeah. And he's like, no, that's that pile of bones over there, you know, that I just discarded. Or, yeah. Or so. Bender reacts to that almost like, yeah. You're like, I love the. <laughs> he's just trying to poke the, out his the eyeballs. Dis, the discontent for humans, like they're kind of like they bonded over that. And he's running on a a rat. On a <laughs> wheel like that, yeah, he's wood and he's hamster driven, and but he has random access memory. <laughs> he's got those like the two by fours for legs, and he just stomps around and it's fine. <laughs> but like, how does he keep dying and then not dying, or was he just faking every time? They, man, they got you to the next point. I Since just assumed that he was faking so they would leave him alone. Then he would go to where they were going because he kept accidentally giving them clues. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they weren't yeah. in he the Da Vinci's shadow society of intellectuals. He was flogging himself and like tearing the wood yeah. up. <laughs> I'll never tell you where the fountain is. Uh, <laughs> oh, you didn't know about the fountain? Shit. <laughs> Machiavelli uh, faked his own death. Did he? Yeah. Was he... Okay, he was a real person, I guess. Yeah, and he's considered an example of a renaissance Wait, the, the rapper? Yes. Okay. No, okay. the writer. Oh. The Italian two, writer. Tupac Machiavelli? That's, that's Lil Machiavelli. That was bad. I thought there was... Isn't there another <laughs> rapper named Machiavelli? Young Machiavelli. <laughs> <laughs> Old-ass Machiavelli. I, you know, they, these things, they, they stick in my skull and rattle around and they shake out through my mouth. People listening to the show regularly know that by now. Um, I, it, they never did answer why a robot needs a cod piece. Oh, yeah. Which is a good question. Yeah. I mean, that was a good question. Like, if anybody would need one, you'd think it would be Bender. Because um, he's certainly got, I mean, just a couple episodes ago, him and Amy were going at it all the time. And it doesn't even seem anatomically possible. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know that. It's, you know, I've, you don't I've know moved how on from robot the, human sex he's, works. He's pulled stranger <laughs> things out of that body cavity. That's. The, I mean, I've gotten past <laughs> that. Like, I've I've come to peace with that. But now it's like he's got a disappearing brick hole on his underside. 
He's, I mean, maybe it's probably some sort of vibrational thing. I get, I mean, I figure it'll work out, but is, um, are fountain monsters a normal thing in the future? I think pretty often when they have like a fountain, there's usually like something in it. I mean, unless I'm just thinking of this episode. You'd never expect it in a fountain. Well, that's and that, a, that, that was hit a pretty the joke. Deep fountain. That's with, why uh, it's funny every time. Where, where uh, <laughs> Fry says it hasn't changed in a thousand years, which I thought was weird because I don't think Fry would be back ever have you gone, have gone to, to Rome. Italy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Very uh, well traveled. No, he lived in a like that weird basement in the broken down house because his dad wanted him to stay in the bunker all the time. He was worried about the invasions. Um. But but Bender fighting the monster, that just got weird. Like the tentacles and the ink squirts and things. It was yeah. It was like a almost like anime type yeah, freeze or, frame action shot. I was trying to get to um Well they either were gonna do that or cloud of dust and then every now and then you see a detail pop up. Yeah. You know, they chose like the a, first thing. Like the, the pickled tornadoes. Where <laughs> it, it, it that uh, I see. I think I'm thinking of the last episode that's coming out tomorrow that you haven't heard yet. Where we, just, but that had a lot of uh, hidden action inside obscured. Gotcha. Things. It's lots of side boob too, which is another another hallmark of these later season episodes. There's a lot of side boob and butts. A lot in more. A lot more uh, boobs and butts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pleasant curves all around. Um, but the fact that after all of that, at the bottom of that deep, deep fountain, he only gets 48 cents. And then when the, the one big and a big ass coin, nickel. which <laughs> there's one more nickel and it's a big one. And then it turns into the weird, like uh vending machine thing or, you know, or like the coin slot for that. Like that just seemed silly to me, <laughs> but the, uh, getting chased by the hooded finger figure, who happens to be animatronio. And when they walk into that room and it has the big sign that says caution stinky. <laughs> what? <laughs> Was that just a reference to like general museum funk? <laughs> or what what were they getting at with that? Because I think it was the sewer. They were coming down through the sewer, so mm-hmm. it was probably stinky. I mean, you could just drive down the shoreway for that experience <laughs> if we want to tie it back to that earlier chat. Once but, once you're there, you know. So the sign's a bit late. Yeah, you, your nose would probably pick it up. I mean, and do you need to be... Was there a comma? I think it just said caution. caution stinky. stinky. No, it wasn't calling you stinky and just saying <laughs> be careful. At least I don't think there was. No, I don't think there was. I mean... It's, Old art does smell bad, though. Like, you, you're right about that. Like, have you ever been to the, the art museum and yeah. walked through all the, especially the Jesus-y era stuff? It's like that weird gilded... Dirt. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's that just... Didn't they make the paint out of eggs or something? Yeah, it's really sulfury smelling and just bad. Like, going through those rooms at the museum, it's all the, the Jesus stuff. It just smells like like goat. It smells yeah. like goat cheese. Yeah, it's 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 got a uh, maybe this even ties into the thing. Like I, I didn't I didn't read the article, but there's been a couple that have popped up recently about what makes thrift stores have that thrift store smell. I just can't wait to be somewhere right now and be like, man, this place has got a bit of a 
Jesus-y goat cheese. <laughs> no, I bet the Jesus so era art all has that weird funk to it. I mean, they, they might think you're just talking about Mediterraneans in general. <laughs> Because it's, it's whatever they made those material like yeah the, whatever the paints were made out of or well not only that the people painting it had terrible hygiene yeah that too I mean mm-hmm. it could just be like bo that imprinted on those paintings or something from some filthy Renaissance painter that was covered in like a slick coating of grime and sebum and who knows what else Bing yeah. I was going to bring a bell and hit it every time you said a word. I don't know. You know, your gross skin. What was that, sebum? Your gross skin oil. It's like your oil. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had to look up pedantic. I've heard that word a bunch of times. but And then I also wanted to say you should come out with, you should parlay your fame from this podcast into the Pete Woodward a day calendar, <laughs> <laughs> right? I thought of that this morning. I, uh, I just, <laughs> January first, Horngry. <laughs> I, I, Lachlan started promoting that on Facebook, and I cannot thank him enough. That's that's probably the best thing I've ever come up with ever. It's, <laughs> it's a real feeling. You just you, when you all of your base instincts are on fire at oh, the same yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was, was there something I couldn't tell? So they open up this secret vault that goes down into the ground with all of the hidden inventions and animatronio, Tronio, Tronio, whichever throws like a mace Hi, at Tony Bender. Matronio. Yeah. Well, he, and he, Fry does another one of those there. He throws something at them to attack it and Bender blocks it. But what happened to Bender's arm? Did it knock his arm off and stick? Uh, he put the, what do you mean? What happened to Bender's the, arm? The, when he threw the mace at him, the mace was his arm then. Yeah, because it, it threw and it, the, the mace stuck into his shoulder. Okay. I did, so I just then he's like, the, he's like, oh. Yeah, I just didn't see what happened to the arm after. So it like knocked it off or something and then stuck in there. With his actual arm? Yeah. Oh, he when he put the giant coin into that slot, he put it, uh, tied a thing around his oh, finger. Oh, and it yeah. pulled his arm off. string on. around his finger and it pulled his arm off. Yeah, because he was trying to do the... The, the Jimmy like the, the machine slug. thing, yeah. Um, no offense to Jimmy's out there. No, well, a couple of them that they they know why. Um, <laughs> the, the, but the, like that whole mousetrap thing, I I love those kinds of contraptions. Did you ever have the game mousetrap? Of course, it, so it never fun. worked right. It's it was the too worst many Rube Goldberg design yeah. ever <laughs> ever just, sold like, on the mass market like that or or the breakfast machine and Pee-wee's i just Big never this, this was my problem with mousetrap nobody's playing that whole game just to get to the point that you just want to set the thing up and let, watch the ball well, go it's through. like legos right no legos the legos the is completely is different <laughs> isn't it like half, half the fun is building it and what's the other half well, they don't. They don't. They didn't come up it, with some ruse of a game to put the thing together. I'm sure they have at some point. The dice are very. I've clever. never actually like. Do you have to like roll the dice and then part of the game is putting it together and then you play it? I think so. It's supposed to be like oh, you, something good happened and now you get the basket. Oh, yeah. It's like, making you like struggle. Do you also just have to get, to get, to get the, you the? You get the mouse to the cheese and then the. You drop the the ball. Right, but that must be part B of the See, here's game. the thing. None of us have played it enough <laughs> yeah. to know how it works. I mean, it's been a good game 30. <laughs> I was going to say a good 30 years, but fuck me. It's probably been a good 40 years since I played it. But the, the thing is, like, 
I think I think my recollection is you would build the whole trap, and then throughout the course of the gameplay, other you could trap other players or yourself under it, depending on how the turns yeah. took. So you wouldn't build it necessarily. You'd stick it together and be this precarious contraption, and then somebody draws the wrong card or lands on the wrong space, and then... No matter how you shake it out, it's a game that looks like you just want to play it so bad because that thing looks so cool and the ball's going to go around. Yeah. But there's no way anybody really about, ever enjoyed it. Do you remember Don't Break the Ice? Was that what that I game was, was called? that game. Yeah. Just now, why? <laughs> why were we just both thinking because about that was, game? it was like the 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 handhold to mousetrap it was like it was almost the same process where you had to like build the game yourself by playing the game really i don't know maybe i was just thinking about milton bradley games I, but are any of you guys familiar with pie face I don't know. Well, oh, is oh, that no, where it, okay, like, yeah, there's the a timer? It's like roulette where you... It's, it's a Russian roulette game where yeah. you get slapped in the face. I mean, we have it back here because my <laughs> daughter demanded it for Christmas. Oh, yeah, we just that. played it exactly one time because that's... It's like, okay. Once it's you. That yeah, seems like oh, yeah. a fun, yeah. like, adult being drunk party game. <laughs> that's probably... We should probably resurrect it for that. Yeah. The next, at the next cookout, we'll have a good one. Yeah, and we'll, you could retool that. <clears throat> That's actually not a bad idea. Put like a mystery pill on it, and I, and whoever gets it, you just wait an hour to see what it was. But at the that's same irresponsible. Time, I don't. Even, I don't even know. Like, I, there should be some some negativity to it. Like getting. Uh, I don't. Maybe it could be of, real negative. Well, but instead put, like, of gross like, food on it, or like instead of having like whipped cream, you could put like shaving cream, and you get to like pick which one. Like you'd have to have two copies of the game. Or you could do then, it with like, like hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, right in the eyes. That'd be good. I was just thinking, like, maybe, like, a tack or something right at the end of it. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day about when Stosh did the shock collar trivia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Spitfire. Like, I, mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll come back to that. I'm glad that that came up because that's not a bad idea. We've, we've been, there's been a lot of cookouts and whatnot happening, and that seems like something where drunk people and fire and other things could probably all fit together to make that uh, dangerous pastime. Um, I have a question. Yeah. So the, the whole Rube, Rube girl, <laughs> Rube girl Rube thing? Goldberg Rube. thing happens with the spaceship. Yeah. They're in space for one month. Yes. How is there that, that much that air whole, in that? That whole launch was ridiculous. <laughs> but I again, to my earlier point, I really think they were just like, I don't know. Let's just say it took a month and get to the next scene. <laughs> I mean, Leonardo could have made How compressed they, yeah. air or tanks in the but hall. Why would it have little swirlies and flapping wings? Like none it, of that made any it, sense. All it was was the two chairs under a glass, like <laughs> yeah, underneath it, and that upside down fishbowl that went over them, mm-hmm. like it sealed it in. Nothing sealed it. It was just its own weight was keeping. There it could out. have been some sort of wax or something. They love to use wax in the Middle Ages. It was all cartoon magic. I, I'm more concerned about how they got back because they wouldn't have built that same machine on the planet Da Vinci. I have the same question about the moon landing. Boom. Oh, well, Stanley Kubrick <laughs> knew all about that. Not really. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's. If you actually <sighs> notice in the uh, moon landing filming, if you look really close, accidentally in the background, you see Jack Nicholson trying to chop through the background, <laughs> and he goes, "Oops, wrong movie." <laughs> I wandered off set. <laughs> oh, I, okay. So I got totally confused, 
and thought you were talking about Jack Nicholas, the golfer. No, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, which would have even been better if he was coming. <laughs> <to> <laughs> like who, do think, Jack oh, who do you think taught him how to play golf on the moon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're in the shot. Get out. <laughs> oh, man. That's like... Did you ever watch that movie, the Room Two Thirty Seven? Oh yeah, I no. love it. I can't, I can't digest it. I've it's, watched it like three times. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so into it. Just, uh, it's all like the different conspiracy theories about The Shining, and they talk to people who are like promoting them, and it's just, it, it's, it's. I don't. Maddening. I'm not a believer of conspiracy theories, but I love to hear them explained. With only what they want you to hear. Because they, they kind of make yeah. you think, like, oh, oh man, maybe you, they're onto something. There's here. part of you that's like, I hope oh, that's I true. Like, I want so that much. to be true because yeah. that'd be crazy. Yeah, that's that's the way I am. And with that's that. with room 237. Each one, I just let my all my logic go out. And I like, oh, like yeah. I force myself to believe it while I'm watching it because it's so much more entertaining like that. I'm like, that's just totally why they made this movie. And then they move on to the next one. I'm like, this is also totally why they made this movie. It, 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 I love them all. I mean, so... I didn't, I didn't uh, watch that movie, but I lived with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to say, like, that's your... That's basically what your life is with your roommate. <laughs> the, the whole flat earth and, like, oh. light on the horizon and stuff. <sighs> it it took a turn. Um, And we, we wish him well. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, um... I, so I almost felt like this whole landing on the planet Vinci was just such, like, at that point, it was like, ah, fuck it. Like, they ran out of gas. And <laughs> right. Like, this yeah. is going to be dumb now. It was due in an hour, and they needed to finish the script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, but they must but have had that funny. from the beginning. Some of it was was pretty great. Like, the fact where the professor is now, like, the dumbest guy in the planet and can't handle oh, and it. Yeah. All his jokes in, in, at that place were really good. Um, I, I not super like sold on the Biff, like why a Back yeah, to the Future dumb. reference? Like I think he's just a non-denominational bully. No, it was definitely. Yeah. A, I mean, you think that was supposed to be Tom Wilson? I mean, I think it, it was referencing him. He even kind of said Biff esque lines, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. guess. Like, I mean, his name was Biff, yeah. so it has to be at least a little bit of a. A reference, but I did like how Fry kept confusing Leonardo da Vinci with Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. <Yeah. laughs> you were great in Titanic. The beach, nah. <laughs> and then then the professor with his raging brainer. Oh, I've got a raging. Oh, brainer. and then they did have the. Uh, he sat at the Braino statue. Yes. Yeah. Right. So there's the statue of Braino. So Braino is apparently known well, we on have both to keep planets. an eye out if he comes back in any of these episodes. Yeah. Because it hasn't been anything past. If, but. if it's the only episode that Braino is in, then if there's ever like, uh, or if there has been uh, Futurama Con, Braino would be a solid. Uh, oh, that'd be a good costume cosplay. Yeah. And I know I said Rama and Rama, whatever. I, I'm a Rama guy. Whether I'm, I think it's right or not, I don't care. Look, I, I got shamed out of it. <laughs> Eventually. I don't say anything Rama. That's just not how I talk. It's, I mean, Moving on. Rama, Rama, Ding Dong. Auto Rama. Rama. I say Rama everything, man. Midwest, proud. I got a, got a hard A for you. Cleveland. Um, <laughs> but that, what they're talking about, Biff, it's like stupid Biff thinks he's so smart. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> the, um, the, just the shit where like, uh, this is 
Oh, I put, I, this is an autocorrect problem. I put Fry gives Leonardo the palms, but it was the plans for the, mm. uh, the was it Machina Magnifica? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> oh, this is one question I had, though. All right. So the, the planet is Vinci. Yes. And Da Vinci would be like of Vinci. Yeah. Is everybody on that planet named something Da Vinci? They must or be. Or just him. Or maybe, maybe. Because only once they leave. Brandon of Earth, although that's sweet sounding. I, I mean, Earth's kind of a lackluster name. We really ought to think about changing it to something flashier. Earth. Terra. <laughs> Gaia. <laughs> we can go real Earth mothery with it. Like. Focus all that positive energy <laughs> as boom, it burns. Boom, boom, place. There is oh. a, a video game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, dear. That has, it's it's Earth in the far future after uh, machines have basically uh, ensured the demise of the human race. There's like, I don't, I don't want like to. after the nanobots like really take cool, over? Yeah, it's, it's a really cool game. Line. I don't want to give away any of the, the twists because there are a bunch of twists and What's like it cool shit. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. It's got a uh, female who plays a, like a, it, everybody kind of looks like Vikings. There's a couple different say, races. everyone there's jacked like, with scruff? Yeah, yeah, there are like some Viking people and then there's like weird, uh, you know, iron. The future's type always horrible, and, but everyone's in amazing shape. Well, it's it it's almost it's so far into the future that the humans that are left are like primitive tribes. Mm. So that's. But when she finds she ta- they talk about like the old ones, and the old ones are like the humans that lived in like twenty seventy two. Oh <laughs> like, <dear>. <laughs> <clears throat> created all these machines, but it it I I don't know why I kind of thought about that. I kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, uh, just future the, na- the new name smart. of Earth. Is oh, Gaia. Yeah, it's it's part of the the technology that this female character finds on Earth is like underground in these weird layers, and Gaia is like the the program that this scientist lady invented to make sure that the human after after the machines destroyed the earth and it was safe for humans to exist again there would be like a computer program that would cause these people to repopulate and was it like was it like a flowers. sexy computer or something I'm not going to spoil anything cuz there's a bunch I, of well, I don't want to like ruin the game for anyone who doesn't I want to know about the sex to. computer <laughs> how is it going to make people repopulate what does it do is it just like a giant like Pornhub screen or something, or is it like how does it get people all? No, there's like up? embryos. There are like embryos in a vault under. Oh, the so this earth is like a biomechanical like, kind. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Nothing good can of come of that. Scene of Revenge of the Nerds where the girl's like, "I think computers are sexy." <laughs> <laughs> and then they break out the wonder joints, and it all gets good. Oh, a tidbit. Uh, the phrase "my God" is spoken ten times in this episode. Yeah, it comes oh back, and with wow. such exclamation. And it's omitted from the airings on Comedy Central afterwards. Really? I, guess I wonder so. why. Really? Censorship? I don't know. <sighs> it's that liberal media and their erasure of Christian ideals. Sued by George. Well, Burns they as made a this program. episode. Yeah. That's <laughs> so why would they censor their own? Content that doesn't make any sense. Are they? Was it? Are they owned by Viacom? Yes. Is that part of the CBS in they there too? They are owned by Viacom. 
I don't know. Comedy Central is for sure, I know. Who is owned by Warner Brothers, who is owned by God. There you go. But he doesn't want his name said over nope. and over, especially if you call him Jehovah, because that shows some familiarity. Did um, So the part where the professor gets dunced with the, with the conical section in the yeah. calculus class was nice. But when, when they're like, nice hat, and they do like that full-on woo. <laughs> it's been a long time since they've busted one of those out, but I they're always welcome. Um, and I... I I really want to see Fry's armpit concerto. Like, I feel like we got cheated. <laughs> we saw like a couple seconds of it. But like a like a good thirty minute opener set. Wouldn't that be worth it? <laughs> depends well, did on you the, see that depends he depends on what cuts he's doing. The the big banner that he was hanging up. He was he had a nail and he was nailing <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Yeah. See, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. part. He was nailing the. I knew it the had the nail. second callback later. Time. Oh yeah. my god! And. <laughs> This is this uh, planet is very inconsistent with its technology, like yeah. as far as how advanced it is. Yeah, it still all kind of looks a pencil, like because I don't know how to use rendering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's still all wooden and mechanical. But then the 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 lady walks by and says something about you know you're using a pencil because you can't even uh, render. Yeah, whatever. use rendering software, yeah. and then also. The uh, the holograms for the all the lessons and everything. Yeah. And then that old timey microphone that <laughs> there's, still, there's the cogs everywhere. <laughs> well, it, yeah. I mean, there's that it kinda had that steampunkery about it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, steampunk. But it's um I that whole thing of like you know, getting back into conspiracy theories like are the pyramids built by aliens? Or, of course. Or are you know, there's various God, we brought up like bible stuff a lot again but you know there's particular prophets in the old stories where it's like oh he might be an alien because he rode in from the sky in a chariot of fire and you know like you don't know you don't know this is jesus turning water into wine motherfucker might have just had some kool-aid they wouldn't know they were already wasted because they're like you usually save <laughs> the good wine for the beginning and you're giving it to us at the end but if they already had the bad wine how are they going to know how much of a kick the Or it was has? just water, and he was like, no, it's wine. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear wine. Clearly, it's donkey piss. <laughs> this is my friend Donkey, and Jesus was Shrek. <laughs> oh, this, my mother prays for me. <laughs> she tells me that a lot. She's worried I'm going to go to hell. Um, the, the whole thing about the machine being an unstoppable doomsday machine. You figure the professor would have known that. I mean, he's very well versed. In when they're building machines. that too, he's he's hammering <laughs> or nailing a nail with a nail. I, I love it. It's so good. But it, it's just a revenge plot. But Da Vinci told Fry that it was un, an unstoppable ice cream machine. That's just a ice cream product. is just a byproduct of the machine. <laughs> that that might have been the line of the episode. Yeah, it, all the like like can't explain because they're so dumb little plot turns yeah. are okay every time they hit a joke like that. Yes. Yeah, in this case, it does work out well. Like, even with the professor, Leonardo, stop. I want in on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, he hates everyone, too. And then And then they fire up the machine, and it's just dumb. The big 
blades are going around, and everybody's really dangerous. Running. Yeah, it's dangerous. Hardly kills anyone. Yeah, because while they can use rendering software, they can't figure out how to foil a big wooden cog-filled blade I machine. Mean, not in <laughs> not in the moment. I mean, you know, that's that's sort of the problem. Is like when you get into that danger, and the fight or flight reflex takes over. You know, you. you you're not going to become an engineering master and MacGyver your way out of it unless maybe, you're MacGyver. Maybe they just figured it wasn't a doomsday device problem. It was a mental health problem. Yeah. I mean, can't you treat them both at the same time with common sense? Apparently not. No, but dude. You got to pick one it's, it's hard a, it line is a binary. It is a binary <laughs> problem. What with side a, are you on? Yeah, with a solitary solution. I'm on the side of... Me not being killed or the people I love not being killed. That's the side I'm on. I'd, I'd like that. Uh, look, I need a doomsday device in case the government ever tries to take my <laughs> to land. Take their doomsday device again. <laughs> and I'm going to form a militia. They just walked by yesterday and spray painted on my sidewalk, and now I'm going to have to pay doomsday. to fix it. Doomsday. Yeah. 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 I'm going to booby trap it when they try and grind <laughs> that off. Mm. Gonna put pie face out there when they come out to shave off the sidewalk. It's I'm gonna, gonna smack him in the face with sriracha. I'm gonna take <laughs> all the parts from my mousetrap game and fashion myself <laughs> a small plastic doomsday device and say, "Get off my property, I'm American." I just imagine the whole thing like a big contraption, and then the little cage drops on their foot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> It didn't even hurt. It just, I didn't see it coming. I'm trapped. I can't move. Clearly, it's tangled in my laces. This, this got back into that same thing of like, I hate these nerds just because I'm dumber than them. They think they're smarter than me. Like, the professor really doesn't know how to deal with this, this sort of dichotomy. Um, but but Fry's response to it, if you two make me ashamed to call myself an idiot, it's <laughs> really just kind All of... All of a sudden, everyone was on his level. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's um, Honestly, and, and we skipped over this, like, this happened way back in the episode, but this was something that stuck out to me because tonally it's something that has been inconsistent throughout the entire series. When they go into the crypt originally, the and mile, Fry goes to Leela, do you want to go to the Mile Deep Club? And she's like... Yeah, okay. okay. I, I know, mean, she was going to do it. She was into it. She's so back and forth on him, like, arbitrarily. It really, that was probably the thing that consistently, tonally bothers me so far. Well, you'll notice, actually, in this episode, or in this season, yeah. that there's more episodes where they're together. Than because not. it didn't, it ended, mm -hmm. that first episode ended with them together. And they so just haven't just done anything like Lovey to dubbing. show any of that anymore. Okay. But the next uh the one, not next episode but the, the next episode. Ahead yeah. It's one of my favorite ever yes. episodes. And that's in one of the top 5 of the best really? Futurama episodes it's awesome. ever. Yeah, it's yeah. a great episode. Okay. That's uh, that's something to But yeah, it, to. there's a lot of them being together in this season. Okay. I and I just I haven't put it into that sort of context. I almost feel like in maybe the last couple episodes she seemed really antagonistic towards him. But it hasn't been referenced as them being together maybe since that. Since the very since the, first. Well, episode. things may have gotten awkward after the Inagata de Lila, where she has to take one for the team. And oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I forgot about that. So I wasn't here for that. Yeah, that's true. But and maybe that's, I don't, uh, God, that. Ew. It seems like Ew. so many months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
the whole thing, the the homage to the Charlie Chaplin like gears thing where he gets all caught up in Stuck those in is nice. Mm-hmm. I always like those. But um the thing that actually surprised me, I mean we're another he stops it with his own stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we, we basically got to the end here. I think that you know it barely killed anybody with the doomsday device. But I would I would have sworn that there were guest voices in this episode, but it was all just regular cast members. Because there was a lot of like, who did you think was? Uh, I, fake? I couldn't. I mean, or not fake, but I guessed. thought Leonardo da Vinci might have been one. Oh no, it was too bad an accent to be. <laughs> well, I I honestly thought it would end up being someone like, um, who's the guy that played Father Guido Sarducci, the, oh, uh, Don Novello. Yeah, I yeah. I swear it would have been him or something because that seemed like an I don't obvious even like guess. knowing his real name. He's Father Guido. Sarducci. Yeah, it's it's like the unknown comic. You don't want to know that he's like. Uh, just just a, a bad shitty comic, comic. yeah. <laughs> um, but that that was that was surprising me. I mean, I suppose it's possible that it was a non-credited thing, but I, I think they just went really deep into the voice talent, and even the the regular cast. Like Leonardo da Vinci was Maurice LaMarche. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it makes Anna, sense. Yeah, Anna Matranio was David Herman. Okay. And and Billy West gets MVP for delivery <laughs> on all of the animatronia lines and and the Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even the the last line at the end, he says, uh, "I may not be clever, but I have a good heart." That's what my mom used to say. <laughs> Farnsworth says she was a wise woman. He goes, "Also that I'm not much to look at." <laughs> like just burns himself there. How did they get the wooden spaceship back into the sky? Like they wouldn't have had the cannon. It got launched on the. They, I'm sure they had something. How would have Leonardo, how would have Leonardo da Vinci got from his planet to Earth? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So they never even explained that part. I mean, that maybe that's the lead. It's what, like 22 minutes? Maybe or there's something? just multiple of, of those <laughs> Da Vinci spaceships. So he was just. Building it's not the same one. one. And there's like maybe that's just like no. their spaceship from Pete that planet. Pete wants more like, details. Uh, they're all like go Perhaps you wish they made long-form movies instead. Oh, God. Oh, not if we have to talk uh, about them. See? <laughs> oh, my God. I like I'm, I, callbacks I'm not interested in any more three-hour records. I will no. say that. <laughs> These chairs get real uncomfortable after about 45 minutes. I mean, at this point, I should have invested in... Maybe Amazon Day will have some, like, Butt pads. Ooh, I can get gonna get some 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 cushions for you Prime could do, Day. Uh, yeah. Adult diapers. July sixteenth. Give you padding. I know. One day. Well, I would be worried if I was to purchase those. People would think I was buying them for the real reason I need them. Incontinence. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it it would be a uh, uh, voluntary incontinence. I I mean, is that is, is that a, a, a double negative? Or what's well, the no, other thing I mean, they call that? You could, you could, oxymoron. You could voluntarily, (laughs) you could voluntarily wear diapers so that you don't have to go to the bathroom. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, that that seems like something that probably happens during football season and whatnot quite a bit. I was astronaut lady, that astronaut lady who put on the diaper and was driving from like Cape Canaveral to. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, we see. We never even. You remember that time we drove from Cleveland to Denver nonstop? We should have gotten the diapers for How that. How can I forget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drove from Cleveland to Denver. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, didn't we stop every two hours for gas just Cause because... We, probably because we had to. Out of four people, someone's going to have to pee. So oh, we had, we had you know. five people. In a car. In a hatchback car. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mm. Mm. That's not so. good. We were lap of luxury that time. I, we Wasn't had a mattress it? in the back with a TV and video games. <laughs> I was games. about to say that was trailer time. Two yeah. of our people in our car had to get out so we could when we had to back up, otherwise it would scrape. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it was stick shift. Only two of us knew how to drive stick the, shift. The fun part was after we arrived in Denver, we determined we had been swindled. <laughs> And the guy told us to go to a hotel because we had reservations. And we got to the hotel and they'd never heard of us. He's like, he comes strolling up and goes, oh, yeah, we're not staying at this hotel. We're going to this other one. And then we go to this fucked oh up motel. God, that dude, that's right. Who then then ripped off the mastering engineer for our record. Oh, it my was, God, that's right. He said he was... I, God, I block out so much weird <laughs> stuff. I swear to God. <laughs> that dude, yeah, he was like, oh, I love your record. I won't put out your record. And then, like, we think he just, like, made covers at Kinko's and duped CDs or something. Mm. Like, I got it. I'm like, man, I put records out before. They look better than this. It, I, I still don't know his motivations, but um, we also let a 16-year-old book us a tour, and we didn't know. So. I, and I, I moved away from where I was living to do it. Yeah, it goes deep. Uh, on that note, <laughs> neither of us has gotten smart enough to stop playing music in the last 20 years. So what are you working on now, Brandon? <laughs> uh, I'm in a band called Public Squares. Yes. We put out our, our first record on Record Store Day. It's an eight-inch square vinyl release. Uh, this is an eight-inch, seven-inch, basically. Yeah, like, what was that, like 56? Square, I, uh, <laughs> something like that. Cute. No, it's an eight-inch because when you do a square corner to corner, yeah. it's yeah. about 12, so that's as big as you can go. We wanted bang for the buck right. so there's six songs on it and then the other six songs that make up the other half of the release are included digitally oh that's good so you get 12 songs total if you go on spotify or itunes or anything like that you see all 12 songs it's not split up or anything don't but, tell them it's there though they'll listen to it for free but it was uh oh i don't know they don't make know. like point four fractions cents. of cents when they listen to it. Oh. But the record is, uh, it was a record store day record, but there are some copies still available. So if you ask your favorite record store to get it, it's called NWRNP, which stands for New Wave Rhythm and Punk. That makes sense. Those letters all start those words. That's right. <laughs> is uh, There's a mythology around the public squares thing, too. I it's It gets complicated because I see you post it and I don't understand all of it. Well, you know, I started realizing that a lot of the ideas that were coming to me were not my own. Okay. And this is, that makes sense now. Yeah. And so I, uh, as they became more clear, I realized that I was getting these messages uh, via an interdimensional traveler who let me know uh. that that rock and roll music is the only thing that humanity has given the universe that is worthy of letting us even stay around. What about Elon Musk? Excuse me? Yeah. Just, I'm, <laughs> I, I, just, I mean, just... <laughs> oh, what just about posing, Elon Musk? What about Nikola Tesla? I mean, I'm just, I'm just you know... I know, positive. but look what all the other humans do to people. Oh, like they're that. fucking awful. They're right. terrible. I don't think Elon Musk is human. Is he from the planet Vinci? Uh, no, I don't think... 
from that planet. But. It's from the planet Musk. He's probably from the planet Musk. <laughs> Look, these are the messages. Or, or the planet Elon, and they just do it backwards. <laughs> like Toronto, Elon? Yeah, exactly. This is the message I was given, and I am just following orders. And when we step on stage, we are inhabited uh, by possessed, them, and they control even. us. They use our human vessels uh, to perform. I mean, Steve's voice is all kinds of fucked up. When well, stage. well, that's that. That's due to the progress or, or the process, uh, rather, that uh, Regulus Nine needs in order to speak through Steve's human come body. Through. Perfect. Yeah. So, where can people learn about these things, or if they were going to try and buy the record, not from a record store? Do you have any to sell them directly? If you or? come to a show, we can sell them, but we can't like mail order them because there's record store day rules, and we're really not supposed to sell them ourselves really? because they're supposed to go through a record store. So we just buy them from a friend's record store and sell them at shows. That's so then they up. still go through a record store. And okay. if record store day has a problem with that, I'm sorry, we'll stop doing it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get a loophole like selling like a $25 sticker and you get a record free I, I, look <laughs> <laughs> we were super stoked that they took it no <laughs> because we probably would have sold like 17 of them by now and like that's a few to like grandparents and stuff yeah um, but you know, they've sold pretty well. Um, they did really well on record store day. And so we're, it, it was really good that they did that. Oh, that's cool. Um, nevertheless, even when we sell out, we still won't have recouped our money, which means we're punk rock, baby. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. Like I said, we're too <laughs> dumb to stop. It's uh, it's it is a sickness. Doing a square record is really expensive. Dude, like doing a round <laughs> record is really it? expensive. Uh, Erica Records in California—they're right. like the only domestic place that'll do a shape. From from what I found, at least, if there's someone else out there, they ain't easy to find. Um, obviously, we would have used Got a Groove in mm-hmm. Cleveland if we were doing a uh, one of those outdated circle <laughs> records. Bleh. Passe. Now, do you need a square record player yes. to play it? Yeah, we sell those too. That's <laughs> where we get you. Um, you should see that needle turn a corner. It's, it's so. I. I mean, I know you're on Facebook. What's is it? Just yeah. Facebook.com. Uh, public squares. I think it's probably like slash public squares band. I assume. Okay. There's public squares band.com. There's band camp. Search it on Spotify and. Anywhere that digital music is downloaded or streamed. Uh, you feel like going really deep. The thing we used to do was called Sidecar. Uh, there are like 100 people that still finally remember that. You yeah. Could, you could be one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete and I were in a, an all-human band in the past. <laughs> yeah. We were uh, like there's girl bands and boy bands. We were a, we were a human band. Yeah, it was it was fun. We we had some hijinks. <laughs> as we we just hinted at briefly. Yeah, That's just scratching time. the surface. We could do that podcast and probably oh. go on for a couple of years. I you know what? I told one of those stories on Keep Talking once and it went over really like, people in the audience just like Which one? Fuck. About moving here to join the band oh, and getting yeah. duped. <laughs> I just all I, all I remember is there's when we went to mix the record that we did and we went out to the blasting room in Colorado and we're staying with uh, Bill Stevenson and his family who, you know, he was in Black Flag during the time Henry Rollins writes books about and we were telling him the shit that happened to us and he thought we were making it up. <laughs> and that, that like that goes down for me as being like, yeah, we we fucking stumped in, them. In that special Bill way where it's he just, just stares at no, you deep no. into your soul going, what did what? you do? Huh? What? Why? How did that happen? Why didn't you know? 
<laughs> really stupid. Yeah, this is sick. You live and learn. So uh, anyway, thank you for coming down. It's, it was a pleasure. It's been a while uh, in the making. I mean, you've been on the spreadsheet for a while, and, and uh, it was like, oh shit, we should, we should go back and talk to Brandon. Um, so thank you all for listening. You can find us at slurmcast.com. It's got a link to all of our episodes and our T Public shop where you can buy T-shirts. Uh, uh, you know, they can be Futurama themed. They could be non-Futurama themed. Like mm-hmm. I said, it both ways. Uh, either way, we get a little cut. You know, it's like the Spotify. The only for stipulation is you have to go through that link. Yes, you have to have. go there. Don't don't show us a shirt you bought us someone else's link because then yes. you're just rubbing in the insult with the injury. Um, we can e- be emailed at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. Oh, wait, wait. I have oh. one question. Yeah. I've seen every single episode of the show. I'm a fan of the show. I'm wearing my little Futurama t-shirt right yeah. now. I don't know what Raisin is. Oh, uh, in the in the episode... War is, um, the, war is the H word? No. Or, it's, uh, it's with the balls. No, it's with it's the, 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 uh, giant the brain. brain. The brain the one episode. That I was the Wyatt Fry. Yeah, the oh, Fry. Oh, oh, I'm getting the balls and the brains confused. But yeah. <laughs> the, to the end the episode, to trap the brain, he writes, he starts writing a story to trap the brain, and he spells reason wrong. Oh, and okay. he pronounces it, and I'm leaving Earth for no reason at all. <laughs> and so it, he just switched the, the A and the E in it. I, I'm sure I've seen it, but I, <laughs> it's I, a very it's, it's a, a throwaway deep, joke at well, the end of the episode. Because when you say it, you're like, "For no raisin, wink, wink," and I'm always like, <laughs> "I'm missing the joke again." <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. it's real deep. All right, yeah. All right. It only took me like 48 episodes to learn why the show was called that. I mean, it it happens. You're really not watching ahead. I I, I watch a week ahead. I, I can't. I can't retain it. I take wow. my notes. I, it's just. I know, but I couldn't. I couldn't resist. I, when when one finishes, if it's a good one, I'm always like, ah, I'm gonna. Oh, I was like trying to cram it in on a Sunday afternoon, like yeah. uh, just in between <laughs> like eight other things. I watched I this, this one twice because I wanted to be real sharp tonight. Let's see. I, that's why I take the notes because then I can just <laughs> it can completely blank out. And then did it, you see that the original uh, air date was July fourteenth? When it came out. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, we're pretty close. No. We're, we're back to where we're like. That's been an ongoing theme on a lot of times. We, it's just out of uh, synchronicity. And we're yeah. recording this on. Oh, your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. I had to hint to Next it, week when people can hear that, they, you know, uh, they, it won't be. But When it's I fine. asked my wife, I was like, hey, you don't have anything planned for my birthday. Pete asked me to go do their podcast. And she goes, if that's what you want to do is on your, your, birthday. your birthday. Like with this really like. And I'm like, well, then I started feeling stupid about it. I'm like, should I not feel like doing uh, it on my birthday? What, what is that? I was trying to play the no raisin clip and it's uh. being stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so I did want to come do this on my birthday. Well, thanks, we appreciate that. Coming. Um, well, how far do we get? We got through the email. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. No, it's, right look, I should yeah. know this stuff like the back of my hand. I always have to. Slurmcastpod at gmail dot com two one six four three eight ten seventy seven. Slurmcastpod at slurmcastpod on Twitter and Instagram. Rate and review us on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Send us messages, pictures. Can listen to us on Spotify. Now. Criticism. Uh, you know, if you want to hear another crazy story of Michelle's from art school. Keep the iTunes things coming. It's real non-committal now. Pre-sales out. Pre-sales for the Pete Woodward a day calendar. I, I'm looking. I got to. That can. That's got to go on the list. 
we have a million dollar idea every week and that's that's this week's i think that's at least like a 90 dollar idea easy Easy. And we've we've been doing this. That means this. I'd pay ninety dollars and never <laughs> see it again. Yeah, that's how much you'll lose. We've been doing this for close to two years. Yeah, we're almost at a hundred thousand do- downloads total. That's crazy. Nice. Yeah, under five hundred a- left. So, five hundred people listen to this episode. Actually, probably less than that because at least twenty people will listen to the episode that's you coming what. out <laughs> the previous week. I got like. 40 Twitter followers, <laughs> and I think like four are people. Nice. Blow we are ass. not opposed to bots listening. I'm going to blow it up, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanks. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.